Audio is recording. Video is recording. At the same time. Now what? We, we talk about stuff. We talk about stuff. Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob. And I'm Josh. And this is a new podcast that we're trying to figure out as we do it right now. It has just become alive. And there's a camera. Yep. So we have to be aware of the camera. If you're listening to this uh, with no screen, then that won't matter to you. But this is also going to be a video podcast. I guess, is that what you call it? Do you call it a video podcast? Or is that like a 1992 thing? Maybe uh, that's a little old. It'd be a live broadcast because it wouldn't be on iPod. Hmm. True. Anyway, there's going to be a video component to this because we're actually going to be doing stuff while we record. That's the plan. Yep. Kind of. There's not. There's kind of a plan. There's a, there's a loose structure. Loose structure. So the idea, you want to, Talk about the idea. Yeah. So the idea is that we would have a conversation about something fun um, while we build stuff. So not, not make things. Not make things. That there, we need to set that clear delineation. We're not making something like it would be in a shop. Right. Because I hear you like to make stuff. I've, I've, yeah. Right. I've said that before. So we are going to be assembling things that someone else has made. So we're going to build stuff. So Lego nice. kits. Or models. Models. Um, you know, things like that. Things that you collectible items that need to come together. Right. Little things like that. So there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to do this show. Because we both have other podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on Making It. You're on Making Geeks. I am. Both have Making in the name. Yep. Uh, both have multiple people. And in, in my case, anyway, like there's a lot of stuff that I can talk about with those two guys, with Jimmy and David. And uh there's a lot of a crossover between the three of us, but there's also a big part of me that doesn't make sense in that context. Right. Neither one of them are parents. Uh, so even though I can talk about parenting and stuff on there, it just, it's not a conversation. It's me talking about it. Right. Which just makes sense. I also really like nerdy stuff and neither one of them do. <laughs> Love those guys. Love you guys. But uh, I don't have a place to talk about movies and stuff. And... The podcast Making Geeks kind of came from that idea that there was no place for you to talk about those things. And so making it was kind of the headliner in the, the Making Stuff podcast kind of realm. And we're like, well, we can try to blend those three things with making things, with being a dad and being a geek and how they all kind of intertwine into a big ball. Right. So that's where that came from. So this is not taking that idea, but this is building on that idea with you while we build stuff. Right. And periodically people may come in. We may have other Hopefully. people come in and help us build some stuff. Yeah. Should be super it, fun. The building stuff is the other end of this that's different for me because we make things, both of us make things all day long. We make videos. We build projects. We work really hard at I Like to Make Stuff. And I don't ever have time to just like, I've had, there's a Millennium Falcon uh, model right there. Mm-hmm. That's been there for almost a year and a half. We've used models and we've used very awesome Lego kits as props in videos. Yes. And not had a chance to actually build them. Yeah. I have a stack of model kits that I've been wanting to do and just tons of Lego sets that like I've built and then I had to break apart when we moved and I haven't had time to rebuild them. And so this is like intentional playtime. Yeah. Mandatory, <laughs> mandatory fun time. Mandatory fun time. And... Hopefully people will enjoy it. I, I I did like a survey thing a long time ago. We're going to get to the actual show. I promise. But I did a kind of survey thing a long time ago on Twitter. 
and I was I was kind of like half joking about doing a parenting podca- podcast, and I said something about it, and I had a huge response. Hmm. Like, I would love to listen to that. Who would your co-host be? And I'm like, I have no idea. That's why I didn't do it. But I know there's interest in talking about parenting. So this isn't all going to be about parenting, but we are both dads. Yeah. And so it's bound to come up. Basically, I just wanted a space to be able to talk about the stuff that doesn't make sense on my other show and play. So this is official permission for you to just let it all hang out. (laughs) Right. So nerd I, out. I won't make comments like will BB-8 like run over poop and get poop under his hat. Okay. I understand <laughs> when you make Star Wars references and I will I will yes and your Star Wars reference. Nice. Okay. And vice versa. There we go. Vice versa. Okay. So we do have a thing that we're going to play with today. We have a super special thing that we have to play with today. So we were both recently at Maker or Bay Area Maker Fair 2018. Um, we both gave talks about things and I stumbled across a booth and I know I've raved about this before. So anybody that knows me on social media has probably seen these or heard about these, but they're called snapships. So imagine if you will, the, the pieces of a model kit that you could put together to make a spaceship, to make an airplane, to make a whatever, mix that with a Lego. So a break apartable, reassemblable model kit that you can make thank you you can make unique spaceships or like mech designs as you want right and so this company is in like a pre-kickstarter right now so they're they're about to start crowdfunding so that they can um they can do injection molding because the pieces that we have right now that you're going to see because bob hasn't seen them yet (laughs) are 3d printed they're two-part 3d printed which i think are fascinating which i'm I'm hoping that you will enjoy the craftsmanship of their prototype this is like multi-material is multi-material okay yeah gotcha so i'll bust them out bust them out and so if you're listening to this show and you're not watching there's going to be noises and we have a mat down to try to like help with that but like there's going to be so if this that kind of annoys you it'll be a little more deadened because these are in the plastic case but there's going to be some jingles yeah. Going to be some Lego noise. So you might want to watch it. I don't know. Maybe you don't. It comes with this cool stand that you can put your things mm. on. Oh, and it just goes into any of the, the little blocks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are, I mean, he said these were pre, pre-prototype prototypes. Like these are literally right off the printer. Yep. The case that they come in is printed. Oh. There yeah. You go. So this, the one I'm holding in my hand right now is one of the, I think, four or five kind of base kits that they were going to sell as their initial push. Um, the fun thing about these models is they're about the size of like an adult hand when they're fully assembled. Um, just like Legos, it's like, here is the airplane kit. But again, they're customizable and you can put whatever pieces you want on them. They have engines, little rocket motors, little guns, little fins, and any kind of permutation of those things makes amazingly unique ships. Um, but these are cool because it has a, like a QR code. Th- this one doesn't have it because this is their only pre-release media kit that exists. That means we have to give it back. We do have to give it back. It's on loan. But it has this QR code that's built into one of the pieces that you can put on the ship. And you download their app and you can actually fly this around and shoot these missiles and shoot all the guns and stuff in yeah, an AR good. kind of configuration. It's super fun. So... I missed this entire thing yeah. at Maker Fair. He came back raving about it, telling me about it, and then I saw it on Tested. It was in the, the behind-the-scenes video that we did on I Like to Make Stuff. So we compiled yeah. a bunch of footage from all of our goings-on. 
And uh, so he got to walk around and see cool stuff, and I didn't. Yeah. So not only do we have one of their base models that they sell, we have oh that noise. Yeah, it's gonna be loud for a second. Yeah. All right, done. That's an awesome noise. If you don't appreciate that noise on some intestinal level, like man. There you go. Yeah, so we have a whole bunch of extra like ancillary pieces that either come from other models or ones that they just kind of have. And I was super impressed with the uniqueness of all these pieces and how they go together and make things. Yeah. It's an interesting. So it's not like a not like a Lego, you know, I mean, they're they're studs mm -hmm. and recesses, but they have if you're not watching this, they have like a an inset I guess flexible material piece yep. inside this like eight pointed star thingy. So I guess all these pieces can go in. Yeah. So the stud has at, uh, like a square base yeah. with a round peg on top. And so by that eight pointed star you're talking about, you can lock these in at different angles. That's really cool. Yeah. So whereas a Lego, you've got four 90 degree corners yeah. with some pieces that articulate, like these allow you to do kind of multiple angles straight off. And this is not to compare to a Lego by no means. Right. It's just giving a basic comparison for someone that may not understand what in the world we're talking about. That looks a whole lot like a tie interceptor wing. These little pieces, I had so much fun with these little pieces. And they had uh, little like rotor fans and stuff on some hmm. of them. Oh, they, they had just a huge bin and little kids were just like diving in and making cool things like kids do. And I wanted to like shove all the kids out of the way and make my own cool thing. <laughs> That would have made for a great video. Yeah. So right, again, this so. is Snapships. This is this is from their co-founder Scott and uh, their Thanks, other co-founder Jeff. And so we're just going to dive right in. We're going to make and some cool stuff. Place. So you talked about while while we kind of stick some pieces together. Uh, you mentioned mechs. Yep. Which is the thing that I'm actually way more interested in in the spaceship, and I don't okay. know why that is. I love spaceships, but did you ever play Mech Warrior? I did. I loved Mech Warrior. Mm -hmm. Two specifically, Mech Warrior Two, um, and we it was it came out I, I don't know late late nineties sometime, but it was in the time when I was running a web design company, and so like we would five o'clock it's land game time, and so we oh, would play awesome. Mech Warrior Two over the land, and then we played um, what was the other one? It was around that same time. I'm wanting to say Team Fortress, but it wasn't Team Fortress. Anyway, but I spent a whole lot of time in mech warrior and they've never really it like died off and then they kind of brought it back but it never really came back whoa there's more oh, variety yeah. to these pieces than yeah, I, I forgot see you kind of have to look through them mm -hmm. yeah so when i first got like there's there's little cannons there are some angular uh like their core kind of cubes but just like different shapes of those cubes they still have the same eight pointed kind of yeah rotational piece that we talked about but um there's like dedicated little blaster things. There's rocket cannons. And then they have these, these little guys. So the the base cube is a cube, but then one of the sides of the cube has the stud that locks into the kind of receptacle, whatever, right. the male and female. So it also comes with these kind of male-to-male -male little adapters that you can put in to the other sides hmm. to kind of lock it in a little bit better whenever you your geometry needs it. And I think what I was really impressed with, Ooh, that's like on the on the maker side, besides geeking out about this and how awesome it is, and you can have a customizable model kit, uh, is that the base cube, right? And it's well, three quarters of an inch cube, give or take. Yeah, looks like it. So there's 
a flexible material on the inside, which creates the pocket. <laughs> and then there <laughs> is a like a rigid PLA shell that's on the outside of that to make up the walls of the cube. And then there is a stud that's press fit into the top of that. So there are, there are at least four pieces, the infill, the two halves of the cube outside, and the press fit stud thing in this one piece. Yeah. And these guys made all these by hand. Huh. And there were probably four times as many pieces in that bin at Maker Faire than we have right now. And that's why they're trying to, to kickstart it because, I mean, printing all of oh, these yeah. and pressing them together, that's no kind of company. That's just insanity. So they didn't print the insert. It's not all printed as one piece. No, because you can see like right in the middle. You can see it looks like it's either glued or oh, yeah. uh, if this is ABS, like acetone welded together. Right. Wow. Because, yeah, yeah, I was... I was trying to figure that. Not that I was trying to replicate it, but I had the idea of trying to trying to add to their oh, media kit. If their extend. media kit came back extend. with original pieces that they had not intended, I think that that would just be fun. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. But yeah, so, in that, I got kind of diving into this, and it's pretty interesting. So I I want more massive pieces. And that was one thing. And we asked them, like, is there a, a size limit? And just like a Lego, like, there is no size limit. You're limited by the amount of pieces you have to make right. up that mass. And we asked that in particular because this kid was next to me. And he made, I'm not joking, probably a 12-inch tall. Uh, it looked like the bomber from The Last Jedi. Oh, cool. Super tall, kind of, like, skinny and like a, like a hammer. And... When we got these, my son and I played with them, and he made little tiny ships and just kind of kept them to the side. I was like, "No, man, you gotta, you gotta build other stuff. You gotta take those apart." He's like, "I don't want to take them apart." <laughs> and now I'm trying to remember how I made all the stuff that I made before, how I made the little mech armor. Yeah, it seems it's interesting because they're really easy to snap together, uh, so you can quickly build something. But to take advantage of the way that they attach, it's weird. I never thought about that. Like Lego. I've spent so much time with Lego throughout my life that I what when you're done okay is is this show is it officially Lego or Legos I don't know I go back and forth okay. I try really hard to say Lego it's Legos but it's yeah the Florida anyway, white kid in me is gonna say Legos I know I don't know any better um I have spent so much time with them that I just kind of like if I want to get to a shape I know how to get to it mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm I know what pieces are available right. for the most part, or what I have anyway. I know like how to fake mass by building around it or extending things, building a structure and then skinning it. This is really different because there are there's no hollow in this. Because there's no sheets. There are, everything is a block. Huh. I'm just figuring this out as I go. <laughs> I know it's not terribly interesting to everybody else, but it is to me. But it's fun when a toy can make you stop and yeah. rethink everything you thought you knew about playing with block-type toys. Huh. And there's like weird little, like in this case, I got four of these blocks stuck together. Mm-hmm. I want to make a box, right? I can't put the four of those together without having a stud sticking out somewhere. You can, though. How? Because... Yeah, like that. Oh. So we have... Um, see, you can. Let's kind of put these into, into context for people who still may not know what we're talking about. Like when you're in elementary school and you had those uh, really long, neat. like 
it was like a set of 10 colored cubes that you'd stack all together to learn how to count in elementary school. I didn't have that. Okay. Go ahead. Well, we have it at our house because we homeschool the kids, so we have them at our house. Gotcha. And so when they're learning how to count, I'm playing with those goofy little blocks, which are pretty much exactly like these, but not as spaceshipy. <laughs> Another good word. Yeah. Was that the end of the story? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they resemble uh, educational I were, tools. I thought you were going somewhere with that, like, but I see now. Yeah, like, so... Hmm. Now that I'm clicking these together, everything is more massive than I want it to be. Like, you would want something to be kind of flat, but you really have to plan that into it. That was one thing I liked about this, too, is as I started... You have to think ahead. You do. Yeah. And you would take pieces off and kind of rearrange what you have to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And it also... It also fought my like deep desire, and I, I hold Lego somewhat responsible for this by making things symmetrical. Like hmm. right now, like you could cut that down the middle because it's it's a ship. It's supposed to be aerodynamic. It's supposed to be all these things. And then watching Deacon put stuff together, like all these little gun things and like little fuel pod looking jokers, and like mm -hmm. he had some and I didn't. So I was like, oh, well, this could go here, and then another one could go over there similar to a model kit where it may not be completely streamlined or so oh, right. part A, part B, you yeah. know, side A, side B. And so that was one of those moments. I'm like, it, this could just be anything. Hmm. I, and then the engineer kind of came out and I was like, well, where would I put a rocket or where would I put a gun? Or if I had this type of gun on this side, would I need a different one on, on a different side? And yeah, it got really silly at our house that night. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I mean, I could see why. So this, one of the problems our kids have with Lego is that it's weird. My 10-year-old spends more time with Duplo than with regular Lego. Hmm. Because the way he plays is he'll, like, he'll want, um, he'll want a whole fleet of, like, the bomber that you were talking about from The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. He makes those out of Duplo. And so they're about this tall, about eight inches tall. Yeah. And it's just the kind of the profile of that ship. And he'll do the same thing with Star Destroyers and whatever, but he can do that really quickly with Duplo. So he'll yeah. stack up these things and he'll have 10 or 15 of them and then he plays. Whereas uh, one of my younger ones will take a handful of pieces and spend 30 minutes with every, making every combination that those handful of regular Lego pieces can make. Doesn't matter what they do. Doesn't matter what it looks like. He's just like, stack them this way. Nope. Stack them this way. Nope. Um, it's interesting though, because this, it doesn't take into account like any of the, that sounds bad. I don't mean it as a negative thing, but it doesn't really take into account engineering to make a structure. Whereas Lego, you can attach two pieces, but they're not yes. necessarily strong enough to stay together. Where you can overlap stuff and you can right. make those joints to where these, I did notice that um, with the, like the linking, the little male to male pieces. And I think uh, talking to Jeff, at Maker Fair, uh, he was talking about the snap, right? And the name is Snap Ships. And when you put these together, they don't really have a snap. It kind of has a little thud. Hmm. But I think that's because of the, the prototyping type material that it has. The, with the flexible infill and the more rigid outside. So you have the rigid stud trying to press into the flexible receptacle. Right. And so that, because it's not a rigid on rigid, doesn't make the snap. But I think that's something that they are 
that will be addressed whenever they injection mold the pieces. And so I think that it may have a little bit better snap, hmm. but I kind of liked it. I liked that it was, I don't know, I'll go back to that whole bass player thing. Like I like that thud hmm. rather than the snap. But I don't know if this flexible material like if is, work. Yeah, is rigid enough over time. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I wonder if they've done long-term tests about like if they'll if they'll continue to stick together. I don't know. Should give them some data. Nah, I'm just kidding. We don't have them long enough to give them data. We have to send them back. Oh, and then these pieces are circular. Oh yeah, some of them are free so rotating. They, yeah, you can fully rotate them. That's pretty cool. Well, these are cool. Oh, did they give you any idea of how expensive they would be? Uh, I think they told me that this kit, like, to make these type of spaceships, like, they had some that were of, like, similar size and some are a little more complex. But I think this might have been 25 to $30. Ooh. Wow. But that's with this and kind of the AR capability. Hmm. Which that, I mean, that's a really cool idea. Don't get me wrong. That seems like that would be interesting for about five minutes. It was very interesting to the kids. It was like, whoa, that's cool to me. But that's not where I would find value in these things. And I think that it's kind of cool for them to hit multiple markets like that. To where they had kids that they had these iPads set up along a little bit. And this one kid would not put it down. He was flying it around and shooting little missiles and doing all the stuff. And he made kind of a relatively small looking ship. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think it's really based on personality. How about that one? Give me that one. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh. Um, maybe based on personality types, but yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess build and play can be the same thing, but they could also be separate things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way Lego works. The same way We're talking about Lego a lot, but you know, some people like to make the set, to keep the set together, and they play with it like it's a toy. Yep. Some people like the fact that they're building a new thing every day and they don't actually keep the fire truck together or whatever. Hmm. So this, if you're looking here, this is my ship that I came up with in just a few minutes. Kind of, kind of top heavy. Still pretty cool though. And actually, I guess I can just take all that off. Ooh, where's that one piece? Where's the rocket? That one piece? Yep. Oh, I can't see. Okay, so that's a problem. What? The, this splitter type thing I really wanted to just pop that off and drop that in there, and I can't because there's no thingy. Oh, well. I'll survive, pretty sure. I'm trying. We asked them about mech, like specific kits, and they yeah. were like, that's on their radar. Right. But you can still make it out of this. And like, I made one when I was playing with Deacon. I don't remember how I made it, but. There's angled, and this is not the way I made it. So I made it differently, and I don't remember how I did it. I had it's cool though. I mean, it's got, like a, it's got yeah, a head right? and a little so shoulder it's like gun. A transformer. Yeah. He just has 45 degree legs. Yeah, he's a little, little chicken legged. Let me see if we can make him taller. He's got the palsy. All right. I'll take this apart. I can try for a mech as well. Whoop. All right, so let's talk about movies because we're going to talk about movies. Some. Mm-hmm. Um, explain to me again. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> I know that it's going to be a demeaning conversation. No, 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 no. I mean, for, just this. for context, like, I don't want to demean you. Explain to me why you haven't seen Winter Soldier. You have seen almost every other Marvel movie. Right? Um. Okay, that'll go into my answer. Okay. I didn't need to see Winter Soldier. It came out for whatever reason. I don't know what was happening in the world at that time. I didn't have a chance to watch it. And then Marvel kept going. And I went, oh, well, you know, no harm, no foul, I guess. People raved about how awesome it was. I'm like, oh, that would have been kind of cool. And then they just kept going. And then Civil War came out. And I remember you made the comment, you're like, how do you understand what happened in Civil War without seeing it? And I go, it's Marvel. Like Marvel makes a movie and they can, in Civil War, they can have a single sentence or two of dialogue and completely run through what happened in the previous movie that I didn't see. True. Which is, which is good at them. Yeah. And by that point, I kind of forgot that it existed. And then when I watched Civil War, I'm like, who is that? I'm like, oh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter who that is. Because they explained themselves shortly after. And so then you were so surprised that I had not seen Civil War and then, or not Civil War, but I hadn't seen Winter Soldier. And I'm like, well, I don't need to anymore. I think you do. I mean, from that, with that perspective, you could say that you don't really need to see any movie, which is, a, again, a good thing for them, right? Because if you can skip any of them because you get that one line catch up. So I was listening to another podcast today and they were talking about... There are no other podcasts. There are no other ones. Um, They were talking about what movies you have to see, Marvel movies you have to see to understand what's going on in Infinity War. And so they were trying Mm. to condense it down to the smallest number of movies that a total new person to that universe could see. I did this very thing for my wife. What did you get to? Um... Let me see. I got to Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Really? Yep. Not one? Nope. Even though there's a, an Infinity Stone in one. Yeah, but the Infinity Stones are recapped elsewhere. Hmm. They don't even, like, when you get to Infinity War, they already have the Space Stone with no mention of the Guardians. No mention of how it was relevant in that movie. You don't. Hmm. When you watch Infinity War, Guardians 1 completely just... Interesting. Okay. Didn't matter. Proceed. So it was Guardians 2, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Civil War, Black Panther. You think so? Why? Um, It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But like, why is that important to... Because I think that's actually one of the least important for Infinity War. Maybe it was relevance at the time. How they all they all got tighter together as you approached Infinity War. Right. So by seeing Civil War, you got the Black Panther. Just kind of, I think maybe I'm debunking my mm. whole logical point already that you didn't need to watch that piece. Um, I think because I saw in the trailer that they were in Wakanda, as someone that I really, I wanted her to walk into Infinity or walk out of Infinity War appreciative of that movie. Because I think there's nothing worse than something that you really, really enjoy and someone that you love. And it's like, <laughs> eh, okay. Yeah. I mean, my steak was undercooked. Like, wasn't that great? <laughs> so to give as much context 
to that goal of understanding and liking Infinity War, I'm like, just watch Black Panther just because it was a good movie and it kind of gives context as to where they are and who some yeah. of the other characters yeah. are. And it, it talks about the Winter Soldier. So at the very end, you're like, oh, who's that guy? And why I is don't he not? Because I didn't see Winter Soldier, so I, I have no idea. Okay. Who that guy is. Well, you do know because it still doesn't explain because anything. we watched, uh, we watched Civil War. You knew who he was. And you're like, oh, that guy's back. You still don't know who he is. You don't know why. Uh, so the, we got to watch Winter Soldier. We have to. No doubt, I'm not against. It. I am. No, not I, know, I know you're anti. not anti. I'm. Not I'm advocating that. Well, I don't want to say that because I'm pretty sure I'll eat my words. Yep. But I think the only thing I would get out of Winter Soldier, and I could be wrong because I don't, I haven't seen it, is it how Red Skull ended up, which I don't even think happened. I think it happened in the first one where he had the Tesseract and he just kind of disappeared. I don't remember if that happened in the first one or the second one. Uh, that was in the first. Yeah, that was in. Okay, well then I don't think I need to watch Winter Soldier. I think you do because <laughs> it explains, uh, I mean, you don't have to because you've already seen what happens afterwards. So obviously you don't have to to understand those things. But, I want to. But like it it just gives you a, a context for like why he is, why he became the problem of Civil War. Well, it's in not the Civil only War, problem in Civil War, but he is one of the problems. It opens with the Russian guys. And he's under, I mean, Bucky is under some type of, of manipulation, like mental manipulation. So we know that he's talked about that he was some um, hundred years old. So he must be some kind of super soldier as well, just like all the other super soldiers that they had to fight or that were dead. Um, what else? See, now I just sound like some like, <laughs> there's all these people that are yelling at me right now for being like, I'm losing geek cred. No, I, I, don't, I don't mean it like that. I was just curious for context, like why you didn't see it. And that totally makes sense. Well, like you can't obviously always see every movie. I'm not a like, don't spoil it for me because I, I don't know. I feel that if you really enjoy a property, if someone told you what was going to happen, you still are going to be as excited. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so is there something that you can nail down as to like, you don't understand this because you haven't seen it or like this is made more known or this piece of information is not available elsewhere. Well, the only thing, do you want me to go for it? Okay. So there's, the only thing, I, I think, guess a spoiler for anybody else who's listening, who may be along you, with me in this, I haven't seen it club. In case you didn't see that movie from like eight years ago or whenever it came out. Um, so you know how, how hard cap is fighting for him in civil war. Yes. Okay. That, the only, I mean, obviously, you know, he's Bucky, so right. you know that there's like history there, yep. but there are buddies from Brooklyn, right? But in Winter Soldier, actually, there's two big things that happen Ooh. there, too. So, in Winter Soldier, like his buddy who's been dead for whatever 50 something years, who's still talking about Bucky or yeah, a different, yeah? Okay. So, like, a, you know, at uh. What's his name? Captain America comes back. Mm -hmm. He gets out of the ice. He's like, oh, my friends are dead. Oh, bummer. Right. Remember that friend I had that died when I was trying to save him and he saved that's me. And, oh, that's, oh, man. And then he's like, oh, my job. I got to call. There's a bad guy. Got to go fight the bad guy. Oh, go fight the bad guy. He's super strong. Wait a minute. He looks like my old dead friend. Dun, dun, dun. Wait a minute. And then he goes on this pursuit of like, I can save my friend. My friend's still alive. I can fix my friend. 
So he puts in all this stuff to try to fix his friend while all this. There's another big thing in the universe that's happening in that movie that you didn't talk about that you probably don't even know about. I don't. That the guy thing, with the helmet. I'm not going to tell you that whole thing happens. And so the whole time he's trying to fix his friend, he's trying to chase down, capture his friend so that he can fix him. So then you Which get he continues to do in Civil War. Exactly. Okay. That's the point. So it, it sets up like, why is it? Why does he care so much? about winter about bucky for it to be as big of a deal as it is in civil war i, I think, think that theme the was hit yeah i mean yeah oh yeah the he was like my, my friend is being controlled um wrongly right. no one else knows this like when they were in berlin and the the big like fight happened in the apartment building which was awesome that was awesome <clears throat> excuse me uh, you really get that, like, he's the only person that understands that it's not his fault. Some Manchurian candidate type thing is happening to him and he needs some help. It's a good reference. Right. And that was not lost on the non Winter Soldier Seer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. It's not, you, you're, you'll survive. You will have a good life if you don't ever see that movie. But <laughs> you will be prosperous <laughs> yeah. in all your days. Uh, but I do think as someone who likes Marvel movies, I like Marvel movies more than I thought I was going to like. Marvel okay. Movies. So I think it would behoove you to see it. I think it would fill in a gap that you may not realize is there. I like to be hooved. <laughs> I like to be hooved. Cool. Well, we got anything else to talk about with Winter Soldier or Snapships? Who's the, the blonde girl? The blonde girl. That was girl. the one. Aha. Totally. She was totally covered. Captain in America's love interest. She was. She was the granddaughter of the lady who started Shield. I'm not going to tell you. Well, these are all facts that I'm scraping together from Civil War, and then I went, "Oh yeah, there's other stuff going on in this movie that you should be paying attention to, rather than worrying who this girl is." Right. Um. I mean, it's, it, that's a pretty small part of the thing, but it is another thing. It's okay. It, okay. Oh, rekindled. The the thing that I don't want to tell you about, if you don't know about in Winter Soldier, I I, I don't know how to say I don't know how to tell you without telling you. Okay, you know how Cap (laughs) in Civil War, Mm -hmm. like he's he's all about like this, the way he wants to do things. Uh, You have the Accords, you have... Uh, you know, man, yeah, yes, I don't know. I am familiar with such things. Okay, I get, I get his logic. Right. So that spawns his his approach to that, and not wanting to be controlled by the government, and not wanting to be a tool of a specific government, Mm -hmm. is partially informed by what happens to his organization and the people that he trusts in Winter Soldier. Hmm. So there is context, and that's the part of the big thing that you don't. That was okay. I applauded. Um, his steadfastness in that movie, I did not know where that came from. I thought from, you know, the original Avenger or from, was, is that what the first? The first Avenger. The first Avenger, yeah. yeah. From that one, the all-American guy to yeah, now like distrusting. America, yeah. Yeah. That transformation I thought was really awesome, but I guess in my foolishness thought it was abrupt, and apparently it's not. It's, no, it's definitely not. There we go. I think, I mean, on top of all of the the filling in the clues and, you know, connective tissue and stuff, it's actually just a really good movie. It's one of my favorite. Hmm. It, it's probably in the top 
there's like 20 million. There's a bunch. It's probably in my top four, five, somewhere in there. That's pretty good. I really like the Iron Man movies. I don't care what anybody says. I like all three of them. So they're definitely up there. But I did too. Yeah. But Winter Soldier is definitely my favorite of the Captain America movies. And it's probably up there in the whole. How many are there? Um, I don't know. There's at least like 19. Sure. I'm sure we could. Yeah. It's probably not worth looking up. Yeah. Someone in the listening is going, there's 25. Yeah. All right. So what's your, what's your verdict on snapships? Um, I like them. I don't think I would buy them. Okay. I made a thing. It's cool. You seem to be, I mean, maybe I just need to spend more time with them. That looks way cooler than anything I can, I made in a few minutes. Well, see, when I was a kid and I was bored at school, I used to draw I did too. spaceships and airplanes with like guns and stuff all over it. So yeah. there's some really like infantile part of me that just gets to, I'm, I'm manipulating the thing that I used to draw very terribly on right. notebook paper. So the cool thing about this one, anybody that's, that can't see this, he, these are gray and the little connective blocks, the little squishy parts on the inside are blue. And so they're really obvious. So when you stick two pieces together, if you have an exposed edge or exposed face, sorry, not edge. If you have an exposed face, they're blue. You can see it. The thing he made is all gray. Yeah. So he filled in all of the little connecty parts with guns and panels and stuff. So that makes it look cooler to me. Whereas I felt... I think you were trying to make yours bigger. And I yeah. think with the amount of pieces that we have here, I think may have been a tad ambitious. Right. Because, yeah, there are lots of panels and lots of things that are meant to cover up all those connective pieces. Yeah. I think you were going to try to go too oh, I think well, that there's yeah, like, like... this. Okay, see, I didn't even see these. Yeah, so I think that there may be um, like... Not that there's a size range, but I think with one of the kits that you would get, it there's, is maybe like, yeah, palm yeah. of your hand type thing. Right. Like, yep. it would be two children's hands, one adult hand. So, trying to make the, the like structure of the ship bigger than that, I think you're going to run out of pieces. Right. So, I can see just with keeping that in mind and trying to build around being small... Uh, is there another one of these little, that's not the only wing like that, is it? That little wing? Anyway, trying to build around being small, it already looks cooler than what I was doing earlier. So I totally get that. Just like that looks cooler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. They would have to be reasonably priced. Yeah. Did you ever have constructs? Mm-hmm. They feel like constructs to me in that uh, there's a minimum block size that is bigger than I want it to be. Uh, I see what you're saying. So not structurally, it's not like a, a construct. It's right. that, that construct, you are working around a set dimension. Yeah. So like, like the can, smallest thing you could possibly yeah. make with a construct was. It was pretty big. Four inches yeah. square or something, you know. Whereas Lego, you can, I mean, you could literally take the flat bricks two of them and make something that's a quarter inch tall an inch wide and it looks kind of like a plane mm -hmm. you just can't go down that far with well it. i think so. the like original kind of thought process was they wanted desk toys these guys were video game developers mm. and so they they wanted desk toys that they 
could rebuild and play with and things. Well, yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, something like you just pick up, snap a few pieces together in your, you know, try and decompress from work or whatever, set it aside. And then whereas Lego, you would have to dig for pieces and right. be a little more intentional. Yeah. Like if I was at my old job and we had like a meeting around the conference table, I would be doing this around the conference table and maybe paying attention. And getting in trouble for it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. I mean, it's definitely a cool idea. Yeah, so it's not that I'm more excited about these. It's just I, I don't know. Like, I like how they're, even the box that it comes in, again, this is some pre-production, pre-pre-pre thing. It doesn't have instructions. So it has like a picture. Mm -hmm. And the one that, that comes, if you were to actually purchase this, probably will because that's just a smart marketing move. But like these pre-kits, they give you an idea. And it can be whatever. And if I don't like that piece, I can take that piece off and I can put on another super cool gun, which I, I like how the little ancillary pieces have so much detail in them that they seem like the little greeblies and things from model kits. That, mm -hmm. hmm, cool beans. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing them. Yeah. Thank you, Scott and Jeff, for sending them to me. Go check out Snapships if you want, or don't. Doesn't matter. They're not sponsoring anything. Nope. <laughs> just thought we'd check them out. I mean, you can check out their website, but they're not even in Kickstarter yet. So it's pretty much like you would sign up for an email list. So you can't buy mm. them right now. So you can just go and kind of oogle at them. Nice. Which is kind of mean. <laughs> Which is what I told him at the. I was like, "Can I have that?" And he goes, "No." I was like, "Can I buy it?" And he goes, "No." I'm like, "Well, that's mm. just. Why are you doing that to me?" Well, I mean, I guess it grounds well. I told him I was going to pay a kid 10 bucks just to steal the one that they were playing with and just bring it to me around a corner. <laughs> that would be fun to see. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, you got anything else? No, nah, man. Right on. Thanks for watching, listening, whatever. Um, should we do like social? Everybody, you know who we are. If you're watching this, you probably watch the videos, right? Probably. Well, you tell them where to find you. You can find me at the PI Workshop, mostly on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel, but I'm... Busy on someone else's YouTube channel lately. So you find me on Instagram. I do quippy, snarky things over there at the PI Workshop. He often shows behind-the-scenes things for I Like to Make Stuff as well, like when he went to buy 53 pool noodles for a project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nobody looked at me weird. Hmm. The dollar store has a certain demographic of people that apparently are unfazed when you want to buy 53 orange pool noodles. <laughs> They're probably like, 53 bucks? That's like a whole day's <laughs> worth of sales at the dollar store. All right, cool. Catch you guys next time. Bye.